LAS. The LAS Podcast Network is an independent network of local creators based in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. For more, visit LASPodcastNetwork.com. Hi, old friends. Naomi here. Did you wake up this morning thinking, I need more Naomi ridiculousness in my life? Well, surprise! <laughs> I'm starting a podcast, and it's called The Ruckus with me, Naomi Ruckus Rose. This podcast is for anyone like me who is constantly trying to grow for the betterment of themselves and for the world and for those of us that can be a little blunt in the comment section on Facebook and Instagram. This podcast is produced and distributed by the LAS Podcast Network right here in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. But wait, there's more. This podcast is free to listen to. But if you want to support local creators and get bonus content, Subscribe to LAS Plus. For more information on that, go to LASPodcastNetwork.com. So join the ruckus with me, Naomi, every Monday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever else you find your podcasts. I love you all, some more than others. LAS. What do you want to talk about? What do you want to talk about? What do you want to talk about? Hey, let's let's talk. talk. That was horrible. Yeah, well, we'll fix it in post. We'll fix it in post! I'm Jason Alberti. And I'm Lindsay Prince. I am a dad of two boys, a comedy writer, and I love medieval literature. I'm the mom of two girls, a comedy writer, and I love TikTok. We are friends and writing partners. But what we really like to do is talk. That's right. Hey, Jason. Yes, Lindsay? What do you want to talk about? Today, I finally, I've been waiting. Mm. I've been waiting. Mm. Today, I want to talk about dead eyes. Dead eyes. Dead eyes. Okay. Now, um, I, I don't know Whoa. if it's... Is if, anything about that blind vagina thing you were talking no. about before we got on? Okay. No, no, no. No, that is a condition. Oh, okay. We won't talk about that. No, no, no. <clears throat> um, but look it up. It's, it's okay. fascinating. Anyway, uh Dead Eyes is, it's a podcast that I, oh. I cottoned on to last year at some point. And I know it's probably weird for one podcast to talk about another podcast. I'm, I'm looking at it sort of like, uh, uh, like Macy's in, uh, in Miracle on 34th Street, you know. Okay. If Macy's doesn't have it, they, they, they tell you, oh, you know what, Gimbal's has it, go over there. So oh, it's, okay. it's a community, a community yeah. of podcasts. I don't see why not. So uh, there's the show called Dead Eyes with, uh, with Connor Ratliff. Okay. okay. Now, this guy, 20 years ago, he's an actor, and he was cast, his first big casting. Okay. He was cast in Band of Brothers. Oh, okay. Now, Band of Brothers, when it came out, was, uh, it, it, it was, for me, the best thing that had ever been on television. Ooh. It was, I think, one of the first uh, long-form uh, series. I think you're right. For a, a streaming yeah. service. Yeah, was that HBO? It was HBO. Yeah, yeah. okay. Um, and um, it, being an actor, mm. I had been hearing about what was going on with the production of the thing, and it, it was like my dream gig. And I think it was probably ten thousand, twenty thousand male actors dream, dream gig. gig. Right. You right. know? 
the idea was that 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 they got they got the core group of say 10 15 actors together mm-hmm. those guys went through uh, uh actor basic combat training oh, yeah. kind of thing so they really bonded as a group sure and as the show went along everything was done chronologically and as the show went along when actors characters were wounded or killed those actors disappeared oh man and so the you know the <clears throat> bonds that the actors had with the actors sort of replicated yes. the, the bonds that the the characters had with each I other. can see yeah that's mm-hmm. so from a production standpoint as an actor it seemed like a dream job yeah. and the 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 movie the 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 experience itself watching it was so good all the acting was just fantastic right <clears throat> it was also um produced mm-hmm. by Spielberg and ah. um Tom Hanks oh yeah okay and uh, one of the um, episodes was directed by Tom Hanks as okay. well, which was kind of a fascinating oh, thing for me. yeah. Why do I feel like I've heard this story? Because I, I've to- I told you about it sometime last year. Oh, right? okay, okay. So <laughs> this, this Connor Ratliff dude, um, he's uh, an American. Yeah. And he had been cast um, for this character named Zelensky, okay. who had one line in the show that... that Tom Hanks was directing. Oh, okay. And uh, the day before uh, the that episode was to be filmed, he had uh, an eight o'clock p.m. train ticket to go to London to get his hotel. So the next day he would show up for the 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 shoot. Okay. Right? Well, eight o'clock that morning, he gets a call from his um, uh, agent. Okay. And the agent said, hey, you got to get to London. And Connor goes, oh, yeah, I know. I've got mm-hmm. my, I got my ticket for yeah. 8 o'clock tonight. Right. And the agent goes, no, no, no. You have to get there as soon as possible. Tom Hanks wants you to read for him. Oh. And Connor Ratliff says, why? And his agent says, they're rethinking the casting on the role. He said, you have dead eyes. What? Right. Okay. So that and that's that's the inception of I the see. thing. I see. Okay. So Ratliff goes. Um, of course, it's Tom Hanks, mm-hmm. so he's freaked out. Right. His agent just did the one thing an agent should never do to a fragile actor, and say, "There's a bad thing." Right. 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 Um, it's your dead eyes. <laughs> Forget about it. Don't yeah. think about the dead eyes. Right. Just do your thing. Right? Not even knowing really probably what the frick that means. No idea. Yeah. What it right. So he goes in there, meets Tom Hanks, has a lovely time with the man, mm-hmm. um, leaves the room. On his way to the car, uh, the person who will be sitting with him in the back of the car says, um, uh, oh, thanks for coming out today. We've, we've decided to go in a different direction. So this dude was not just fired from an experience that he felt would have catapulted him in right. into, you know, he would have gotten his SAG card. Yeah. He would have been, you know. But he was fired by America's favorite human being. Yeah, wow. America's nicest human being, <clears throat> okay? Mm-hmm. So he, um, he struggled after that. Okay. Um, he dropped out of acting. Oh. He ended up working at a bookstore, I think, 
think it was in New York, mm -hmm. for like 10 years. Oh, wow. Um, until uh, he got some, just out of happenstance, got some commercial gig, I think. Sure. And then got back into acting. And now he's, he's, a, he's a living actor. You know, he's, he's a living wage actor. Right, I get right. it. <laughs> As opposed to those dead uh, actors. Yeah, as opposed to, you know, the, the, the zombie actors. Taking all the roles. <laughs> right. Um, so, mm -hmm. at one point, he decided, you know what, I, 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 I want to express this with other people, and I want to see if there's any way I can get Tom Hanks to tell me what, what oh, the hell what dead eyes on. means. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he creates this podcast. Oh, my gosh. Where he is following the trail. I mean, he contacts his old uh, British mm -hmm. uh, agent. Mm -hmm. He talks to a casting agent. Um, and then he ends up talking to guys that that were on the film, mm -hmm. um, including the dude who got the role of Zelensky. Oh, okay. And it turns out that <clears throat> this, that um, 15 minutes after he was in Tom Hanks' room, the new Zelensky was cast. Ah. Uh, so they knew they were going to probably fire this guy. I see. Right. So um, <clears throat> he ends up talking to, to Cedar Rapids' own Ron Livingston. Oh, sure. And uh, it's, it's just him following this line mm -hmm. toward trying to find out what, what the dead eye thing means and... Why it you know why it is he was fired? Sure, um, specifically by America's favorite human being. Yes, and there are so many things with this podcast that uh, sucked me in. Yeah, obviously the 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 story itself is yeah. fascinating. The Tom Hanks connection is fascinating. The the Band of Brothers obsession that I had was fascinating. Right. Uh, but also from a uh, professional point of view, you know, from the actor, actor right. point of view, and the director yes, point of view. Yes, because you've done that too. I've, yeah, I've done a fair amount of directing, yes. and and there are always those actors who are um, he hates me, he'll never cast right, me, right, right, or um, he cast the wrong person because I nailed that. Yep, um, and because. As a director, you're working with so much shit. Mm -hmm. You don't always have time, although it would be great, right. to say to somebody, right. this is my reason. Right, right. And help them understand. Yes, because right. it's never about, this is why I didn't cast you. Mm -hmm. It's always about, this is why I cast this person. Right. And being an actor, having not been cast in stuff... Mm -hmm. It's hard to take Very. because it feels like it's so personal, mm -hmm. but it almost never is. Right. Unless you're dealing with like a shady director. Unless you're dealing with a shady director. <laughs> right. Which is easy. To, or we just like to assume that because we're mad at them for not casting us. Right. Right. Because we're hurt. <laughs> right. Because it's, it's a deeply. It's rejection. It and is. we all have rejection wounds somewhere. It's, right. it's a deeply personal thing. <laughs> right. Right. But I. Uh, the 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 thing for me was uh, uh, as I was listening to this, I was able to um, extend that just beyond the 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 performing yeah um, aspect of my life mm -hmm. in, in dealing with so many different times that I viewed as being rejected mm -hmm. 
when in reality it was it was a decision that very much had little to do with me Mm. does that make sense yes and so it really caused a lot of Mm self-reflection and i just i i kind of i just want everybody to 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 listen to this show because i really feel like i got some you know great growth out of it great understanding and i've come to kind of a happier place about certain things that i've gone through in the past that's fascinating considering when you when you explain the concept of the show Mm -hmm. it's like i can't imagine building a whole podcast because i got fired from uh you know i'm trying to think of a go daddy i don't know just like a you know like and then be like i let me you know and they said i didn't have you know customer service savvy right or something like that perky enough yeah yeah and you're like what does that mean right i still start a podcast to try to figure out you know it's obviously tom hanks is someone that's not easily accessible obviously (laughs) i would imagine any other boss at any other job but what a so when you hear you're like okay so you didn't get a role like you did like really a whole podcast yeah so it's fascinating that you're like no actually i got a lot out of this and it's actually really fascinating and I very, I very yeah. much did, and I didn't. Ex- I, I just expected to be entertained, right? You know, and instead you're like learning about how to handle or how rejection doesn't have to be about you or absolutely doesn't have to be. Uh, which is, I mean, I just you saying that I'm like, oh man, because it, it. Well, and you and I have talked about this that we tend to, and I don't know what this says about us. So I almost hate saying it out loud <laughs> because we tend to when when people are upset or. Whatever our first assumption is, we, we it's us. We we did it. It's, I think that's we, a human thing, though. Yeah. Well, I like to believe that's a human thing. It, I think it's a human thing. I don't think it's every. I think a lot of people are like, oh, you know, are more not a lot of people. I, should, I don't know how to qualify it, but right. Um, there are people who, you know, if you're being mean to them or upset with them or giving them, you know, instead of going, oh my god, what did I do? They're like, well, that person's just an asshole. Mm-hmm, right. And you and I tend to think we must have been the asshole. Right. Um, so I'm saying I don't know what that says about us, but that's, um, it's so, I don't know, just think that rejection piece is interesting. Yeah. With the, is that, is what, so do they, is it just about the acting? Like, is, or is that they just, talk, do they get talking about real life and oh, rejection yeah, and all that? All kinds of crazy okay. stuff. Okay. And, and the, one of the things that I love about it is, is the surprising guests that he gets. There's, there's one point where he brings on John Hamm. Oh, right. And it turns out that Connor Ratliff and John Hamm were in a show in Kansas City. um, And it was uh, um, Ordinary People. Oh, I think maybe is what it was. Okay. And uh, John Hamm was the psychiatrist. Okay. And Connor Ratliff was the kid. Sure. In psychiatry. Yep. And so they, I mean, they spent a lot of time oh, together, yeah. you know, and there's another level of it. Here, here is Connor Ratliff. Here's a dude who was in a show with another dude who became a freaking megastar, mm-hmm. you know. And how does that how does that affect his psychology, his sense of self, um, his sense of self worth? How does that affect John Hamm? No, 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 Connors. Oh, you know? Cause, cause oh because a, they were like a, contemporary yeah, or peers. Absolutely, in a sh- I see. Absolutely, um, you know, and he, so he's he's um, that's that's really part of part of that thing. Whereas, you know, you 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 touch all these people, and all these people touch you, mm-hmm. and 
um, you know, you may be in this center space Mm -hmm. and there will be people that you've touched that are rock stars and there will be people that you've touched that are, you know, in the pits of despair. Right. Um, And, you know, how is it that you... um, that you deal with that psychologically, you know, for yourself, Ah, you know? Well, I mean, do you, um, do you mean like, how do you, um, or like find out, figure out where you fit in that, um, continuum, so to speak? Yeah. And how you, uh, I guess, so that, that, just trying to figure out where you fit. Absolutely. And if, you know. And does, and does their, does their despair or their stardom at any level affect you? You know, it, I it's, see. it's, it, it can be, it can be either. I mean, you could be, you could be the dude in a, uh, in a college play with John Hamm and John Hamm becomes a huge star mm-hmm. or, um, you could, you could be the dude sitting in the aisle of a plane and be the only survivor wondering how the hell I see. everybody else died and you didn't, oh, Boy, you know, so there's, um, it's, to Oof. me, it just became this incredibly fascinating journey well yeah and we all have i think we all have that like we have there's people in our lives that we're like how how did you get such good you know we were the same yes um how did you get all the way up there so to speak right. just to use up and down as an easy way to show right but also then then it gets into at least for me is like seemingly so seemingly so they are elevated right. in some way right and same with the despair piece except for the plane crash analogy that you just used, which is clearly not a good one. I've been watching a lot of plane crash (laughs) uh, documentaries, so. But otherwise, you know, it's, it's, it's assumed despair. I mean, we don't know. It is assumed And assumed success. I mean, what if they are appearing successful, but they're actually miserable people. Right. Um, And then the, the person who appears to be so I guess that's my, I mean, it would be interesting to listen to this podcast, although, gosh, that sounds like a lot of work, but <laughs> <laughs> to listen to it all, to understand what it is that it is. It, it would, it would be if it weren't, if it, if it weren't that spoonful of sugar, the, mm-hmm. the show is the spoonful of sugar that if you want to think more deeply about it, you can, you right. certainly don't have to. No. Oh. oh, oh, God, who's crying? <laughs> is what? The, is this? Is, all right. Who is, is this man crying in our ears? Is this, is this some oh. response to my choice of topic, Alex? No, actually, it lined up perfectly. I had, this was predetermined. Oh. The crying sound, and then you started to talk about death, and I was like, well, now I have to wait to play the crying sound oh, for the randomo. Funny. This is the randomo, this. where I interrupt the show with a random sound, as Jason told me to do, so I promise. That's right. That's <laughs> right. Me hijacking this show. Hijacking probably is a bad word to use in the conversation you were just having. Oh, oh. there was a fascinating show about hijacking oh, as well. Let's, well, because uh, you were talking about plane crashes. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Can we, can we stick yeah. to one catastrophe? Sure, absolutely. Anyway, absolutely. so I'm going to shake up this jar. I thought oh, that would make more noise. You can hear the shaking. Yeah, yeah. And it didn't make that we much noise. We should put the, the things on balls. And then, uh, yep. and then, yeah, I'm going to give you guys a topic, <laughs> and you're going to discuss it at the end of the show. Yeah. So the random moment, the rando mo is a new segment that we're bringing in where uh, you our gentle listeners can write in topics mm-hmm. or words or ideas that you would find interesting for us to discuss on the show. What do you want? What do you want to talk about? 
to talk about. I yeah, I love it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So exactly. But we go, will go to laspodcastnetwork.com slash what do you wanna to submit your topic That's ideas. That's right. Just type it in and send send. Yep. Yeah. So what, what, what's today's topic? What are we talking about? What do you want to talk about? We are talking about, this is submitted by Christina. Okay. Words or phrases that make you crazy when people use slash misuse them. Uh, you know this, Christina. I do know this, Christina. <laughs> oh, yeah. Right. We might share a bloodline. <laughs> um, All right. So, so at the end of the show... Mm, we words will be talking about words or, or phrases, phrases that we... That, that drive us crazy when yeah, people misuse them. That somehow affect us. Ooh. All right. That sounds great. Ooh. So that is what we will do at the end of the show. Yes. Um, uh, after break, we will uh, continue talking about uh, dead, dead eyes. eyes and how we react to those around us yeah. and, and their lives. And uh, uh, come back after our sponsors. Yay! Triumph. Inspiration. Tragedy. You could pick one word to describe your life as it stands right now. What is it? I'm Alex Schulte, the host of One Word Stories, a free-to-listen interview podcast where the guest and I take one word and let it inspire the stories we tell. Every episode, I'll be interviewing local people from every corner of our beautiful community about where they are now, and then we'll take a trip to the past and find out how we got here. After every episode, there will be a post-show where the guests and I play games and unwind at the end of a recording. The One Word Stories post-show is exclusive to LAS Plus subscribers. To subscribe and get access to ad-free episodes, bonus content to all LAS podcasts, discounts at live shows, access to exclusive merch, and much more, go to laspodcastnetwork.com slash plus. Do you know someone that has a story that needs to be told? Please contact me. Fill out the contact form on the One Word Stories show page at laspodcastnetwork.com slash onewordstories. This show is produced and distributed by the LAS Podcast Network right here in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. You can find new episodes of One Word Stories for free every Wednesday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever else you listen to your podcasts. One Word Stories. What's your word? L-A-S. Oh, hey there, bud. I'm Craig Johnson, the host of Creating Crap with Craig, the new bi-weekly podcast here on the LAS Podcast Network. Every episode, I'll be talking with a new creative person from painters to musicians, designers to writers, in an interview-style format with hard-hitting, burning questions such as, how are you? Do you have any pets? And also, why? So join me as I bully all of my friends and family into coming on my show so I finally have someone to talk to. Creating Crap with Craig will release every other Thursday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever else you find your podcasts. And if you want to help support our endeavors, subscribe to LAS+. For more information, go to laspodcastnetwork.com. Creating Crap with Craig, where we love both alliteration and creation. L-A-S 
So we went to break. We're back from break. I peed during break. And now I think I have the definition of dead eyes because I have no idea what we were talking about. I think I peed it all out of me. I don't know what happened. I've, I've discovered, you know, people say that time, that time goes faster the older you get. Right. But somehow the breaks between what I'm talking about. Oh, my gosh. Have become longer. Right. Oh, my gosh. I did that this morning with my youngest. I was like, I went into her room and I said, okay, we need, we talked about three things. Mm-hmm. And then I was going to leave her room and I'm like, wait. And I went like, okay, breakfast, this. I go, what was the other thing? What We just talked about it. And she's like, uh, no, we didn't. I'm like, there were three. I know there were three. <laughs> and we, I, we, neither one of us. And then I, I finally had to just give up. Oh, funny. Yeah. You know. Oh, my God. Uh, so we are yeah. talking about a podcast yes. called Dead Eyes mm-hmm. with Connor Ratliff. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, about how that, how listening to that show has helped me kind of reflect on a variety of things in yes. my life, specifically okay. about the, you know, re- moments that I had been rejected. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, people that, people that I know that, um, certainly on the outside seem like they're just rock stars. Mm-hmm. Um, and other people that I know that I've, you know, that I used to hang out with that, mm-hmm. that are not doing very well at all now Mm -hmm. and my original thought was how (laughs) I fit into that you know now I've come to this this place of whether I fit into that um because it's certainly I mean uh uh after you know a lot of reflection about this it just Mm -hmm. it I I don't I I don't really have anything to do with um their oh, success right. or their failure. Yes, right. But I'm assuming because I'm human, mm-hmm. it feels like I must somehow have some kind of connection to that. You know, people are like, um, uh, uh, you know, hey, I, you know, I went to, uh, I went to high school with Bradley Cooper, or yes. whatever. Like, like, like it, like it matters. Like right. that connection, yes, matters. When right. In 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 reality. Does it? No. You know? But I get, you're absolutely right, though, because you, you do feel, and I don't know, I think, I would imagine it's very human that, because we see people, people say it all the time, like, you see an actor become very successful and you knew them somehow at one time in mm-hmm. your life, even though you have absolutely zero to do with their actual, but you're right, just because you connect to their energy, perhaps, because you knew them once. Right. Uh, or if 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 they were to come to the hometown, like you would be recognizable to them, like potentially they would know your name, they would right. know of you. You wouldn't be a complete stranger to them. Yeah. You then pay more attention to their projects. You pay more attention, and or you give credence to the fact that they're great. They're a great actor. They're a great guy. Like you give them more. Right. Because you are, you have some sort of investment in. That well, like when you said uh, Ron, Livingston, Ron Livingston, Cedar Rapids. Absolutely. I think any Cedar Rapidian who knows of Ron Livingston and knows that he's from Cedar Rapids, right. I've seen so many. Like it just happens, or his his sister Jennifer. I mean, right? Yeah, it's his other brother, Ashton Kutcher. There, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, Jennifer Livingston. Let me just say that out loud. I, I don't know what her last name is now. I apologize, Jennifer. We we did a show together when we were kids. Sure. Like you know, it's. Um, Oh, and I, well, anyway. Yeah, and his other brother, mm-hmm. other brother Daryl, I was going to say. Do you remember that reference? I don't yeah. know where, I'm sorry, yeah. it just slipped up. Um, I'm Larry and my other brother, da- my this brother Daryl. This is my brother Daryl, my other brother Daryl, Bob Newhart, yeah. yeah. Um, so uh, I think that makes sense that uh, that we do that. It's interesting, though, 
that I don't think we do the same thing in the opposite direction. Oh, oh my God. You know what yeah. I mean? So yeah. you, you see someone fall from grace or fall Absolutely. in something and you're like, oh. I, there might be some people that go. Um, or I saw you, it coming. Oh, you know, uh, yeah, you know that uh, that serial killer that was. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I know he came from. Yeah. Well, th- I come that's, from the same town that he's from. And that's more of a, you're absolutely right. That is true. That that there is still some connectivity that happens, but it's more like, um, well, um, I I saw that like I'm uh, I'm you know I saw that I coming, saw it coming right, that right, makes right, sense right. I, I knew it we knew that back in our hometown or whatever yeah um, I don't know I, I yeah I, I well and we I just even think on a smaller scale we connect with people. Anybody that we see as, I mean, we hear that like, I mean, in the theater community. Oh, all the time. Or whatever. You know, it's like, oh, uh, yeah, oh, yeah, I'm friends with so-and-so mm-hmm. who maybe is a little, appears more elevated or, sure. you know. Sure. I don't know. But that goes, I mean, go, I mean, this, now we go back to high school. And it's like you, oh, yeah, no, I live next door to the most popular girl in school. You know, right. she might not ever speak to you ever. Right. But you're like, oh, yeah, no, she, we, yeah, we played together when we were five. So. Right. We're still yeah. totally connected. That's an interesting. That's an interesting thing. I mm-hmm. think that that humans do that. Mm-hmm. That attempt to make connection where there is not really much. Yeah, connection. yeah. There's not very much connection, but you're trying. But we do that. Mm-hmm. <gasps> I need to think about this. <laughs> <laughs> I have so many thoughts. So many thoughts. Yeah, but okay. So then, um, so but so we still don't know what dead eyes means. Just we do, we do, and I don't. I, oh, I, you I don't get to that. I, I don't know. Um, I mean, I don't know whether I want to blow that. Oh, now or not. I see. It's I, like a spoiler. Absolutely. Oh, okay. It, and it, uh, then don't. One of those. One of those weird things was I. I, I am so. Or give a warning. I am so happy that I. I have had experience both acting and directing. Mm-hmm. Um, because it has. I think it has. Not just made me a better actor, but it has made me better at dealing with rejection as an actor. Sure, because you, yep. Because it, you can understand that it's a separate, yeah, it's not about you. It almost mm-hmm. never right. is about you. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, uh, it's, it's made me, as a, you know, it's made me a better director mm-hmm. understanding how actors think, mm-hmm. right? Um, but when, when, when he said dead eyes and uh-huh. he didn't know what dead eyes meant. Yeah. I think probably because I had done directing, mm-hmm. I thought I knew what that meant. Yeah. I didn't know why that would be a reason. I see. For him being fired. Uh-huh. But um, the last episode that I've listened to, which which came out the previous week of this taping, uh-huh. um, made me go, Oh, absolutely. Uh, absolutely. I understand that. Okay. Um, I would have done the same thing. Oh, I kind of feel like you can't make people listen to that whole podcast to find this answer out when they're listening to this podcast. I wonder right. if you do like a spoiler, like, 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 don't listen for this next 
10 seconds. All right, all right. Because you really want to know. Well, I want to know because I'm not going to, I know I'm not going to do the podcast. Right, I know right, I won't. Right, right, right. And Which, I'm thinking. Of course, breaks my heart. And well, and maybe want. eventually. I'm just telling you right now in this moment in my <laughs> sure. lifetime, it's not happening. No, I, I just know. I have never. I, I'm deep. I'm knee deep. I'm so deep into Glennon Doyle. I've got, I've got lots of, I've got a lot of irons <laughs> in the fire. I just finished a new series on Net or on, uh, I don't even know what the hell it was on. Uh, with Steve Martin and Martin Short, like oh yeah, how oh, was yeah. that? Well, that's a whole nother. Okay, right, no, right, right, I, right. it's delightful. Mm-hmm. I personally really love those two. Absolutely, and actually really like Selena Gomez. Mm-hmm. I've liked her since she was like like I would watch her on the kids show. Mm-hmm. I thought she was really good at playing the roles the roles she was cast. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's it's fun. And quite honestly, the interior design is worth the price of admission. <laughs> like the way the 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 set whatever you call that, set dressing, whatever the hell, I don't know, but it's and It's all in a hotel. No, they live place? in like a high-rise apartment high-rise building. Okay. And so all their apartments are flipping gorgeous sure. and the I love I like there's so much wallpaper. <laughs> and it's beautiful <laughs> and the lighting is great and the costumes are great and everybody I just I, so so visually it's beautiful oh, okay. so anyway we but won't get into that no that's good but that's also good. it's delightful it's fun and if you like Martin Short and Steve Martin Martin <laughs> isn't that do you, I almost said Miller <laughs> do you not find that confusing why Martin Short and Steve Martin I think that's it yeah, I think yeah, that's yeah. The, that's what caught me up because right. I'm like I know who Steve Martin is absolutely anyway yeah I digress so anyway, I don't know if I'll get to your dead eyes. I don't think you will, but that's okay. okay. All right. That's okay. So can we give a... Uh, okay, yeah. So, uh, all right. Spoiler warning. I am so getting... don't listen for how long. Right. I'm getting, uh, let's say, 30 seconds. Okay. Well, let's make sure... Okay. Uh, oh, she's setting a timer. I'm setting a timer. I'm okay. like, I, if they're not going to... I mean, if they're going to leave us, mm-hmm, I want mm-hmm, them to mm-hmm. know. Right. Okay, ready... <laughs> Set well, and do we even want? I'm sorry, I'm just well, because there's people oh listening God. who are also okay. Ready? Okay, yep. I'm gonna do all right. the, okay. Ready right. and go. Okay, so the dead eyes thing is the character he was playing had not seen combat and he wanted to um clarify uh-huh. with the eyes the characters who had seen combat had to have very specific eyes. I see because it's film. Sure. In theater, you could get away with that because you're 20, 120 feet away from the actor. Okay. But screen, everything is so close up. And oh. so he wanted to make sure that that actor had bright, kind of effervescent, non-troubled eyes. Oh, because they need to not have seen content. Because they okay. need to not have seen content. Okay, that makes sense. Oh. Just about made it. 39 seconds. Shit. We're okay. okay. We're okay. We're okay. Yeah. Did I... We didn't say anything? No, no, we're good. So okay. that's... that. That, I think, is the reason. Now, now, as yet, he has not been able to speak to Tom Hanks. Oh, okay, no, wait a minute. So he, that's what he said? No, 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 no. This is what another person on the show oh, said. Oh, okay. My guess is this is the problem. I see. That makes sense. Yeah, okay, okay, all right. So um, he, if you, I mean, if you... If you're listening to the show, I assume you like chatter. You like people talking. <laughs> um, and that's really what the Dead this, Eye show okay. is about. And, mm. and he brings on a lot of really fun people. The role of Zelensky brings him on and spends a podcast talking to him. You know, uh, it did this. How, how did this change your life? Right. Well, not a lot, really. Right. You know, it was a small role. Uh, and it, 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 I spent one day. Right. And that was it. Yeah. Never saw the guys again. Um and then I think one of the things that I 
I really liked about this, and one of the reasons that I like this Connor Ratliff guy, is um, he he found the family of the actual guy that he was cast to play. Oh wow! This private named Zelensky, who was a who was an orderly uh-huh. for uh, the real Captain Winners. Um, who had subsequently, you know, he had passed on of uh, of uh, cancer and in the nineties or something, uh-huh. and he found this family, and he he had them on the podcast and was talking about you know the history of the actual guy and you know did your you know did your dad have dead eyes does that make you know I mean it was oh. really kind of it was really kind of funny yeah but it the it, the it's the show is so smart and so self reflective the show is. That um, it really made me think of so many things of how or whether my life fits in with other people's lives and and someone's. I don't. I don't. I'm going to use the word thoughtless. Uh-huh. I don't mean that in a negative way. Okay. I mean that in literally. Someone says yes or no. Doesn't oh, think about it. Right. You okay. Know? And how that moment for them which they will never in their life remember, mm-hmm. might be something that I obsess about for 20 years. I see. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, oh, gosh, yeah. And what are the kinds of things that I have done thoughtlessly without uh, thinking through it that um, has affected somebody else and they have thus been obsessing about for the last 20 years, you mm-hmm. know? And is that something I need to go apologize for right oh, well and that's a that's a that's a lot to put on yourself <laughs> well you cannot do that yeah you cannot yeah, do yeah. that um but i get what you mean because especially when you learn that one there there have been times where you have affected someone with a yes or a no sure. or a something and then they come back later and said do you remember when you said this it affected me and you're like oh crap well then who else did i right i didn't know i wielded such power yeah i had no idea yeah. i even said that <laughs> right yeah or that it would come off that way, or that that you thought that that was what I meant. And as 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 a comedian, as somebody mm. whose whose work is to make people laugh, mm-hmm. uh, there is often <gasps> oh, often times mm-hmm. where you say something that you think it, someone will take as a humorous way. Yes, and perhaps they're not in a good space, and oh, it does not hit right. I've absolutely been there. Yeah, oh, me that's too. painful because you really think you're trying to be fun, or you're just. Be, making a joke. Making a Something joke. came into your brain and you thought people would think it was funny and then yeah. it was not. No. Nope. And someone's feelings got hurt. Yeah. Oh, it's the so worst. I was listening uh, yesterday to another favorite podcast of mine called Gastropod. And they were talking about the history of, of the, uh, um, the, oh, the cookie, the fortune the, cookie. Oh, fortune cookie. Okay. Which is not Chinese, by the way. Uh-huh. Um and shocking, <laughs> right? What they were talking to uh, the dude who writes the fortunes. Oh, okay. For the largest fortune cookie company in the okay. U.S. And he was talking about how um, they used to be able to put in just about anything they wanted to. Mm-hmm. They had two different kinds of fortunes. They had the bland fortunes. Mm-hmm. And then they had what they called the adult fortunes. Oh. And the the bland fortunes were not, certainly were not bland, you know. Right. Uh, they were things like, um, uh, for example, mm-hmm. um, you're going to find love on your next trip. 
Okay. Right? Well, uh, at one point, uh, a husband and wife who were having marital difficulties mm -hmm. um, opened up Fortune Cookie, and the husband's fortune was, you're going to find love on your next trip. He was heading off on a business trip the next day. Oh, goodness. The wife sued the Fortune Cookie no. Company for no. emotional damages. Welcome to America. Did she win? They didn't say. I God, I hope not. Oh, but um, my God, I really need to get a lawyer. <laughs> Jesus, sue so many people. Emotional damages. Right, Are you? Right. you bit, right. Pony up, right. bitches. Hey, hey, bring me the coffee. I need to spill it in my lap. Yeah, Make sure exactly. it's hot. Because I'm going to sue your All ass afterwards. All the things you could sue people for. That's absolutely ridiculous. Oh, totally ridiculous. Oh my god. Oh, I just the thoughts of the people I would sue. <laughs> <laughs> I'm concerned about the people that would sue me. Ah, me too. <laughs> me too, especially for jokes we've made. The jokes we've made. Yeah. Oh. Like I sue you for god, emotional that last, distress. That last writer's room show, I'm gonna sue everybody on that stage. <laughs> uh, and and probably rightfully so. <laughs> rightfully so. <laughs> <laughs> you you oh, yeah. rubbing your ass on the okay we gotta hey, stop that that was a director's choice <laughs> that was not mine always the director's just, choice I was only doing what I was told that's right no this is interesting I like this dead eyes I I uh, it, it I mean you've made me think about stuff that I just by talking about this show yeah that like I hadn't thought about before and now I want to like go off in a corner and think about it well that's that's you know that's what I want that's 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 the reason that I brought it up is yeah. because I I had. I mean, I suppose I had played around with the idea of how um, something that I didn't think was important that I had done had affected somebody else. Right. Only in response to how that had, how something had affected me and me wondering about how much that person put time into thinking. Right. That, you know, I, I, I know there have been times where I have, I have auditioned for something uh -huh. that, um, there was no way. Yeah. You know? That I, you would get the role you mean. I, I will never in my life play Stanley. Uh, because I don't look like, like Stanley. Like Stanley. Right? Mm -hmm. And um, uh, a director would be foolish right. to put me in that role. Sure. Um, I can never play Stanley. Well. Okay. So um, <laughs> uh, uh, that, that decision in whatever that director or that casting director's mind. Right. It's it's a no brainer. Right. I mean, she spends no time making that thought. Right, because it's like this is who. To your point, it's this is the person that's Abs right for the role. Everybody else is just collateral damage. Absolutely. Sorry, but that's this is who I'm casting. That's right. And that's it's more about that they were right, not that you were wrong. And, I get it. And I think you're not sorting from my point of view. Mm -hmm. If I allow a decision like that mm -hmm. to affect me, mm -hmm. that is on me. Mm-hmm. And and I've done that before, Ooh. you know. Uh -huh. I have I have allowed people's momentary thoughts, mm -hmm. uh, actions, right, that really had nothing to do about me affect me. Yeah. And I, you know, I got I I I feel like as a fifty-two year old dude, I have to get to a place where where I can go. You know what? I, I am letting something affect me that 
probably had nothing to do with me yeah. or probably had very little to do with me. Mm -hmm. um, and I bet that that person that made that decision is not a raving asshole. Right. They made the right decision based on what they knew was needed. Right. I didn't know what was needed. Right. Well, and can't you also get to a point, I know I have to get like this because my brain works overtime on this kind of stuff. And so then I have to get to like a, you know what? This is, I'm going to pull it into me and be like, I, you know, whatever decisions are made or whatever anybody else does, all I know is I knew my intention. I knew what I did the best that I could. Yeah. I was being, I was upholding my own moral code or my own, I'm not using just acting, but just right. like in life. Like right, right, right. I was doing the best thing I could do. Um, and if someone is upset with me, that's on them to come to me and let me know because I can only know what I know and yeah. only do what I intended to do and know my own heart, my own intention or whatever, um, or like in an audition, like I did the best I could do. If I didn't get the role, that's right. on them or that's on, you know, that's on me and just Absolutely. internalize it, but not a negative, just, that's just what happened. Yeah. I, yeah, absolutely. What struggles is that a lot of, a lot of times we have different thoughts on, um, what is right, what is wrong, yeah. uh, what is good, you know, all of that. And so it's harder to do that in the. Like in an acting world, easier. In the right. real world, in our real lives, it's a little different. Especially in the moment. Yes. I mean, it's hard to, to stop, breathe, and try and to go. think that through. Okay. <laughs> they just said that to me, and I am going to assume that that was not what I think it was. Well, it's a lot, easy, <laughs> it's a lot easier to rage. It's so much easier to <laughs> than rage. Than it is to be magnanimous. Uh -huh. you know? Oh, gosh, yeah. Oh, I love I, don't... I used to love raging. <laughs> there it is. Oh, God. Oh, I felt it. There's the weepage. Felt it coming. Do we need to get him a tissue? or <laughs> We need to get him something. You know what that means. Oh. It's time for the random <laughs> What what bother what bothers me about that sound effect is it sounds like me. <laughs> it sounds like me weeping. Really? Yes. <laughs> do, do I need to play it back? No, no, no! I don't want to hear it again. <laughs> uh, so this is words or phrases that drive us crazy when people misuse them. Okay, so I, I okay, uh, I got to a kind of a real judgmental place about phrases. Mm. Um. And uh, there were phrases that I would just viscerally yeah. hit me. Like, I want to hear one. Uh, Give it to me. The, the major one is, been there, done that. Mm. And Oh, we've talked about this. Yes. Yeah, I, I and know. I hated it because I would say to somebody, um, uh, Boy, I had, you know, yeah. oh. I had the worst day of my life. I did this, I did this, I did that. Yeah. And the person would respond, been there, done that. Yes. And it was like, I don't give a shit what happened right. to you. I've gone through the same fucking thing. Right. Or get over, you're not get entitled over, to your, get over however yourself. you're feeling right now, not entitled. Right. And what, and, and usually what I was saying by, I've been, da, 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 yeah. I'm just decompressing. Right. I'm not wanting sympathy or any right. shit. I'm just decompressing. Right. Um, and, um, and oh boy, that's yours. Been there, mm, done that. I hated that. Yeah. So very recently, I discovered one because of TikTok. All these creators are always they're talking, they're saying something, and they'll say they'll be talking about something, and then they'll go on a little tangent, and they'll go, but that's besides the point. Oh. 
sure, besides that little, that little ass. Yeah. Besides, and it makes me insane <laughs> to the point where I looked it up. I'm like, make sure I'm not crazy. Sure. And it's like, no, because it's beside right. the point. Right. And so then I went to my children and I asked them if they noticed this, and they were like, we don't know what you're what. And I'm like, listen, it is beside the point. Yeah. It is not besides the point. Right. It makes I don't know why, but it started to <gasps> just. Yeah. Drive me crazy. I, I'm I'm working hard to make sure those things don't drive me crazy because I'm trying to come to a place where it's like, how important is that? Really? Well, it's not. I mean, it you doesn't know. make, but it's just like when you hear it, then you're like, oh Argh. yeah. My youngest kid, uh, uh, this week, for some reason, was talking about um, uh, nuclear mm. stuff. And every time he said nuclear, oh. it, boy, it really hit me. Um, <clears throat> there was an incident in high school with somebody writing N-U-C-U-L-E-R um, oh. uh, during a, a play production, actually, uh, who was just eviscerated because of it, right? And so I've, I've always, for some reason, been big on the, you know, it's nuclear, it's mm-hmm. not nuclear. It's nuclear. Nuclear. And I do that one. I think I've said that and, one. Uh, but it's nuclear. Here, here's here's the thing. It's a it's a very midwestern thing. Just like real ator. Real ator. Or git. It's realtor. Right. Right. Look at how it's spelled. There's no a in the middle. Exactly. And it's also Washington, not Washington. But but what was the one you were saying after realtor? What git? It's get. Oh. I say git. Yeah, that's a that's more of a. And my most beloved director. Yeah. Rides my ass about it being get. Oh, get. Yeah, he always I is get on that the it's Iowa. Get. Right, right. I get. I get that it's get. I get that it's get. <laughs> but I'm an Iowan. Right. I say get. Right. Right. Yeah. Uh, now, when he gets on me for playing a New Yorker, yeah. saying get. Okay, fine. Right. I get that. Uh. But um. Yes. Or adults that will, I mean, grown people. Like, young people, I kind of get it, but, like, grown people will say, uh, those ones. Those ones. Those ones. Right. Those ones. Or (laughs) one of my least favorites is, them are. Them are beautiful. Or them are... Them are cool. I really, them are cool. I'm like, they, what? What? If my kids say that, I'm like, what? What? (laughs) Those ones. Oh, oh it just—I don't. Yeah. So I. Yeah. I'm. Mm-hmm, I'm not perfect at all. No, I no, say no. wrong things. I know I do. Uh, but the question was, what drives you crazy? And these are the things I correct my kid. Like if sure. they say them, um, I sure. correct them too. My my brother who who loves space uh-huh. and aeronautics and you know moonshots and all mm-hmm. this stuff says atmosphere. What? Yeah, and that's and that's one of those that drives drives me crazy only because he is so knowledgeable yeah. about space history right. and stuff like that that I'm just like, how do you how do you get atmosphere? Right. However, um I know where my I know where my uh uh, uh visceral jump reaction to Pronunciation comes from. It mm-hmm. comes from a class I had in college. Oh, okay. Um, that literally 
was about teaching me not to sound like a Midwesterner. Oh. Uh, mm, okay. Yeah. So that Oop. that that kind of tells you what <laughs> yeah. sort of fall, fall class that was. Yeah, right. right? Um, but I embraced it because I was an actor yep. and, you know, I wanted standardized English and yada, yada. But the older I get. Or get. The, the <laughs> older I get. Yeah. The less it matters mm-hmm. because um, it, we have, we have placed a kind of socioeconomic hierarchy on pronunciation. Ah, uh, oh gosh. Okay. Right? Yeah. I get, well, I mean, I suppose. No. Here is something that I find really interesting. Okay. In the Middle Ages, in England, and uh-huh. probably everywhere else, I just know about England. Uh-huh. Um, oh, and I know about China, too. But, but, but In the Middle Ages, in England, if for some reason, and there were very few reasons people did this, if for some reason you traveled 20, 30 miles away from your town... Th- mm-hmm. The pronunciation would probably change, mm. and the the commoners mm-hmm. who never spoke to the nobles, but if they did, would probably not be able to understand them very well. And in China, even even today, there are groups of people who cannot understand the Chinese language, the Mandarin language. That another group is speaking, they can read the same newspapers uh-huh. because the writing sure. all means the same thing. But the the dialect, but the, the dialect, mm, the pronunciation sure. is, is very different. It's like um, uh, when uh, uh, oh, fascinating, fascinating moment okay. for me. I'm telling the story, so it's fascinating. Of course, um, <laughs> I went uh, I went hiking mm. in Scotland. With a couple, of, a couple of my friends. You had me at hiking. <laughs> we, you had to go to like an outfitter place and everything. Why are we talking about outfitters, right? Um, so uh, I went hiking the West Highland Way uh-huh. in Scotland. And uh, we, we had just gotten uh, off the plane in Glasgow. And we were trying to find the trailhead. Mm-hmm. And I, uh, the three of us were there. And I, I stopped a lady and I said, hey, um, we're looking for the, the trailhead for the West Highland Way. Can you tell us where it is? And she told us where it was. And I said, thank you. And she took off. And both of my friends, incredibly intelligent people, turned to me and goes, what the hell did she say? <laughs> and I said, Oh, well, she said, we got to take a left here at the chip shop, and then it's going to be about 300 feet to the north. And and they were like, we couldn't understand a word of that. And I realized that I could understand it because I had, I had immersed myself in this class on Chaucer mm-hmm. where we had to learn Middle English. Oh. And it was only the reason that I had learned Middle English pronunciation that I was able to understand this oh lady. Oh my gosh. Because her Scottish brogue was so freaking thick, mm-hmm. it did not sound like English. Oh, wow. I mean, it was. It was. Uh, but clearly, clearly. You figured it out. Well, 
I, that would, that's that, wild. That's the only reason. See, you got to learn that Middle English well, in case you run mean, into a heavy Scottish brog. We 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 talked broad. We we talked about it the entire trip. Oh yeah. Because it, it was so, I had no idea. So that's so. Words or phrases? Did she like? Was there a phrase? Or a, no, no was there was option. there was nothing. Oh, okay. Local about okay. it. Okay. Otherwise, oh. otherwise I wouldn't have been able to. Right. Understand. Right. Oh wow. Um. But um. I mean, that's sort of you know yeah. here too. You know. Yeah. It's it's y'all versus. Well, true, all of you. true. We all have our different. Um. Mm-hmm. That's very true. Yeah. And and we can change it, but I don't know what other ones drive you crazy. Well, the you know the the ain'ts. And the um, sus, and uh, you don't like the abbreviated exposed. Uh, you know, in the text, a lot of people are now are writing like S P O S D, yeah, instead of supposed, yeah. Which I, guess. Which I would say, but, but I, I, I mean, the fact I, that someone's even I no, I think that's supposed to be like supposed, like we're supposed to be somewhere like that, right? Supposed, it, right. Right. In but I mean, like that's what. S-U-P-P-O-S. Well, I know that's that's how it like reads though. Yeah. It's just like or like if you were saying it. Right. Like if the person who writes that way was saying it. Right. They wouldn't be like supposed. Right. My uh, my oldest kid the other day mm-hmm. was talking about why can't we just why can't we just write the way things sound. Ah. Uh, so I was talking to him about phonetic spelling yeah. and how Teddy Roosevelt wanted phonetic spelling, mm-hmm. but. In the United States alone, you'd have fifty different ways to right. spell words, That's and it very just wouldn't. True. It we just gotta, wouldn't we work. gotta agree on something, right? And it's not them are. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank it's you, not. Christy. Yeah, thanks, Christy, for this, and uh, thank you, uh, lovely listeners out there, for listening to us today. Yes, and we uh, are going to drop again. Yes, on a Monday. On a Monday, every Monday. That's right, and this. This was produced by the LAS Podcast Network. That's right. You can find us wherever you just found us. (laughs) It's always such a weird thing to say. But wherever you just found us, come back and find us again. But it's Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or here. This podcast thing you're listening to us on. And to support this show. Oh, go to. Subscribe to LAS Plus. And support local creators. Where can I find that? It's at laspodcastnetwork.com slash plus. P-L-U-S. Get all that bonus what do you want to talk about content. There's so much bonus content. And merch. And ad-free listening. Uh, hello. Banana Grandma t-shirt coming soon. Oh my gosh. I thought I was doing so good. The LAS Podcast Network is an independent network of local creators based in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. For more, visit LASPodcastNetwork.com.